Welcome back to another Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you how czar Stephen Gilbo has done it again. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need to resolve to resist. Yeah, so Stephen Gilbo, our environment and climate change minister, has done it again. He's putting incredible demands on Canadians, all in the name of fighting climate change. He's got a cap now on methane. He wants net zero in electricity. And it all sounds like a Stalinist five-year plan. It's Everything's going to happen in these four to five-year increments. And, of course, here's the latest. I want you all to see this. And I'm going to read from this story here. This is the government finalizes rules forcing all new cars to be electric by 2035. Let's just read this story here because it is absolutely fascinating. Environment Minister Stephen Gilbo released the new rules on Tuesday at a press conference in Toronto. The rules set targets for car makers, mandating that 20% of their sales are electric or plug-in hybrid vehicles by 2026, 60% by 2030, and 100% by 2035. The rules apply to light-duty vehicles like cars and SUVs as well as some pickup trucks. Automakers who miss their targets will face financial penalties, but they can avoid them by buying credits from other automakers. What does this sound like socialism? Why, Gilbo's a proud socialist. Sounds like outright communism to me. They can also receive credits for building electric vehicle chargers and can earn credits for sales that come in advance of the new rules coming into place in 2026. So Flavio Volpe, the president of the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association, said the rules will undercut the domestic industry after the federal government spent billions to attract new battery plants and other facilities. The environment minister, he says, is creating an overly aggressive adoption scheme that can only be met by importing vehicles from China and Vietnam at the moment. All right, so what does that mean? Let's have a look at what Mr. Gilbo is doing to sell his electric vehicles to you. Last time you paid only $10 to drive 400 kilometers. That's the advantage of choosing a zero emission vehicle. There's a whole new clean electricity world coming and zero emission vehicles are a big part of it. Today, we're introducing regulated sales targets for new light duty vehicles. The goal? to support Canada's plan to ensure that all new light-duty passenger vehicle sales are zero-emission vehicle by 2035. This is a win for Canada in so many ways. Cleaner air, healthier communities, and huge savings in both fuel and maintenance costs for drivers over the lifetime of their vehicles. And Canadians are getting on board. Across Canada already, one in eight of every new vehicle sold today is either fully electric or plug-in hybrid. Our plan will help increase the supply and reduce the wait time to buy or lease zero-emission vehicles in all parts of the country. 
and new investments in auto plants, battery plants, and mines for critical minerals are breeding life into our communities with new, well-paying jobs. With the help of provinces and the private sector, we're building a vast network of charging stations from coast to coast. That means you will never be far when it comes time to recharge. Reaching our goal of ensuring all new car sales are electric by 2035 also tackles one of the biggest sources of pollution in our country, fueling the climate crisis. So this is also helping to fight the wildfires, the droughts, and the floods caused by climate change, while it also cuts down on the smog, which hurts the health of our families. It's why the world is driving toward a cleaner future, and we're making sure Canada remains in the driver's seat. All right, Gilbo is clearly in nuts. He is a complete moron. He keeps talking about fantasy. Electric vehicles are not going to replace gas-powered ones anytime soon. It's just not going to happen. The reason? Two things you'll never hear. Gilbo, the car salesman. And would you buy a new or a used electric vehicle from this man? No, I don't think so. But what Gilbo never tells you is that there's a worldwide battery shortage. And it takes a tremendous amount of effort, sometimes at the expense of child labor, to get the materials, to extract the materials to make these batteries. We cannot make enough batteries. And the lifespan of a battery is very, very short. And it's very expensive to replace your battery. So he's talking about, oh, it's only, what, $40 for to, to drive 100 kilometers. He's making it up, of course, because he's not telling you the cost of the battery and, the, and, to, reach, and to change the battery because it's going to burn out. I'll show you another video later that goes into this. But the other problem, of course, is that if you own an electric vehicle that you have to charge in your garage, you're going to have to make a decision as to whether or not you're going to run the washing machine or the dishwasher that week or keep your car charged. They suck up that much energy. So Gilbo is, is clearly lying. Let's have a look at this. Yes. As Holly Doan tweeted, he has completely lied about the statistics. He's completely lied about how cheap this is going to be. And he knows it. He's selling you a concept based on his obsession with climate change. He is an environmental extremist. He doesn't care if you can't drive. He doesn't care if you can't afford an electric vehicle. He doesn't care if he's going to shut the lights off on you, keep the heat off on you, because that's all part of fighting climate change, people. Let's have a look at this. Yes, there she is. Stolen our dreams and and, and my childhood. What about this poor child labor here? He's getting that cobalt for your electric car as fast as I can, Greta Thunberg. So that's not, that's more than an irony. That's a tragedy. Child labor is being used to get the materials for these cars, and we can't 
get it fast enough. So Gilbo is creating a human rights disaster, an environmental disaster, and an economic catastrophe, all in the name of fighting climate change. This man is mad. Trudeau and Gilbo are the madmen of the liberal government. They are selling you a complete lie, a distortion of reality, because they are obsessed with climate change, because they think it's going to keep your attention focused on an issue that doesn't even need to be solved. There is no coming catastrophe. Because if you focus on climate change, you won't focus on the fact he's taking your your rights away as a citizen. He's censoring your free speech. He's taking your freedom to protest away. He's, he's pushing agendas like medical assistance in dying. And he is pushing a culture of death. No problem. No problem. So what's... What what did that video of Gilbo remind you of? There he is. Now he's a car salesman, not just a stuntman for Greenpeace, not just a failure as a federal cabinet minister, but... The thermopomp électrique. They're an efficient, affordable, cleaner way to both heat and cool your home. And that's why everyone's talking about them. Je suis ici avec le ministre O'Regan pour parler un petit peu de tout ce qu'on est en train de faire. So here he is, here's Justin with Seamus, or shall we say shameful O'Regan, trying to sell heat pumps and even pretends he's installing one. But just like his environment and climate change minister, Justin Trudeau can't tell the truth that these heat pumps don't work in the Canadian winter. And you've got to plug them in. Yeah, there's no magic power source for them, Justin. You've got to plug them into the electricity grid, which, by the way, in Atlantic Canada, would be overpowered by heat pumps if everybody decided to get one, if they could afford one. And there's no so-called free heat pump for most Canadians in this country because they're not living below the poverty line. Let's hear a little more from Justin pour vous aider avec des thermopompes. We've been working with provinces and territories right across the country uh, to make sure we're installing heat pumps and phasing out home heating oil. I am just doing a quick little video here just to give... Now, I briefly broke into that third video, but this is fascinating because this guy is going to explain to you why it's so cost prohibitive to operate an electric vehicle. But once again, that's not what Justin Trudeau or Stephen Gilbo are telling you. This is some kind of panacea. It's going to be so inexpensive to drive your electric vehicle. Not so. Let's listen. Well, an idea of how much energy it takes to charge an electric vehicle. I'm at Electrify America. This is a 350 kilowatt station. I'm consuming roughly 137 kilowatts. It'll fluctuate. Sometimes I can go up to the full 350. But to put this into perspective, an average home consumes 1.25 kilowatts per hour. 135 kilowatts per hour, it's like the equivalent of 106 homes 
on the grid, just this one station. Now, if I was gonna get the full 350 kilowatts like these can supply, that would be the equivalent of 280 homes. Now think about all six chargers running at full capacity. That's like 1,080 homes on the grid. Just a little food for thought. It's, it's things people don't realize the amount of energy it takes to fast charge these batteries. It's, it's a huge amount of electricity. And now you understand why the electric companies can't even supply that much power to one spot. It's like, think of 1,600 homes and how much copper and wire that would take just to supply that many houses. Yeah, so the, it is a complete lie to suggest this is somehow cost-effective. It's not. And as we've seen, it has consequences on other aspects of life as well, including, ironically, the environment. Basically, this, this involves strip mining to get these essential ingredients for these batteries. And it's just not going to happen. But I've saved the best for last because what do you think is really going on here? I mean, what is this all about? Why, why is there some plan for 2026 and 2030 then 2035? I mean, this is nothing but communist economic planning. And it's all being dictated to from the World Economic Forum. Because if you notice, Canada is not the only country to be talking about these things happening in these specific years. These years are being mandated by globalist forces. Now, what are they up to here? Because clearly, it is not in your best interest to buy a cost-prohibitive electric vehicle that is going to basically charge you so much money, it's going to be impossible to operate. And if you can't get a new gas-powered car and you can't get the fossil fuels to power it, the government, the state, will be forcing you to buy an EV that you can't afford to buy or to operate. So what are they intending to do? They want to get you off the road. They don't want you to drive. They don't want you to have the freedom to get in your car and drive to work. Get in your car, drive and see your friends and family. Get in your car and take a vacation. Because that's all about old-fashioned democracy in action, isn't it? And that's not what these people are selling. They're selling an authoritarian, globalist view of society where the state tells you when you can go, how you can go, and where you can go. That's at the root of what Stephen Gilbo, the authoritarian from Greenpeace, and Justin Trudeau, the authoritarian from Klaus Schwab's world of the World Economic Forum, that's what they're selling. And this is the most frightening aspect of this insistence that we can't operate gas-powered cars anymore. Because it's going to mean most people will not be able to afford to drive a car at all. 
And that's what these people are trying to do. So, yes, you can say that they're moronic. You can say that they're imbecilic. You can say they're just plain stupid with formulating plans like this. But you can also say they're damned authoritarian and they want to take away your rights of mobility. That's what this is really all about. And I'm sounding the alarm every time Gilbo opens his big mouth and takes your rights away as a citizen of Canada. You got to call this guy out because all he is is a climate change czar who's trying to sell you a car you can't afford and can't afford to drive. And he's also telling you, I don't care if you have to starve. I don't care if you have to freeze. I don't care if you can't have lights on your house to read. Because we're fighting climate change, and that's what it's all about, is you denying your basics. Well, he never will. He can fly to China and spend $140,000 over two days while he's hobnobbing with his Bolshevik buddies in Beijing. That's okay, because he's an emissary of climate change, and he can fly all over the world, just like Justin Trudeau, jet-setting going to climate change conferences, whining and dining, virtue signaling by the day, because that's okay. He's one of the special folks who's doing this for the greater good of fighting climate change. But I think you know as well as I do, it's a fraud and a sham. So please like this broadcast if you haven't done so already. If you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe and support us in any way. I'm going to be continuing to do broadcasts throughout Christmas because, my God, look around you. This is a very unsettled world right now. And we are plummeting into the abyss economically and with a potential war that is still threatening in Ukraine and is increasingly escalating in the Middle East. So I'll be on top of these issues, even though Justin Trudeau's on vacation, even though the House of Commons won't be back until February. We're going to stay on top of these issues to give you the news you need to know and the issues that you need to hear about. Thanks for watching today, and I'll be back soon.